And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course, and it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. We continue to celebrate our friends and partners over at Isotope, and we got some big news for you. The gold standard of audio repair, RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hello, Tour Story listeners. Thank you for your continued support, and welcome to Season 4. I'd like to take a second to thank our friends and sponsors over at Isotope. Here at Ruinous, Chris and I rely heavily on easy-to-use tools like RX and Ozone for all of our audio repair, mixing, and mastering. Now, Tour Story listeners can get 10% off Isotope plugins or try Music Production Suite Pro for free for 30 days using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. To get your discount and check out all of their easy-to-use products, go to isotope.com slash ruinous. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com slash ruinous. And use code FRET10. And thank you for listening. Hey, Sean. Hey, Bill. How you doing? Fine. How are you? I am fantastic. Thanks for being on. Yeah. Pleasure to be here. I can hear those cute dogs. Oh, gosh. Right when I we like started, it. too. I like it. Are they fight? Are they wrestling? Yeah. They they <laughs> they like to have a little wrestling match right uh, in the morning. Hey, boys. That's enough. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's great. I love it. Um, where are you? I am in Sierra Madre, California, which is um, kind of like East Pasadena. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's uh we're up in the hills. Uh we are in bear country apparently. Really? Uh yeah, I had no idea that LA County had bears. Um Whoa. but we do. Yeah, we were just shut in for a few hours the other day when a family decided to take a little bath in the pools that are just outside. Oh, really? So it's it's a real thing. It's yeah. Not, 
Wow. How about coyotes? I'm sure you have those too. Yeah, we had a run in. Actually, those boys were being stalked and hunted. We we let them run like off leash, or we had before this incident. Yeah. Um, and uh, they were in a we were in like a a baseball field, uh, kind of late in the evening, early dusk, yeah. and yeah, they were pretty far away from us. And we saw this coyote coming, and this coyote would not leave despite like our yelling and and throwing sticks at him. So we oh. just picked up these two little guys and just started booking it. Oh, man. It's a quick meal for a coyote. I know. I, I used know. to have a small dog, and we used to be worried about eagles getting her on the beach. We have uh, thought about purchasing one of these little coats for our dog yeah. with, like, a bunch of spikes. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they're, I mean, they're super goofy looking, but... Uh, I mean, I think they probably do the trick. We just went yeah. uh, camping the other day with them and the same sort of thing, like a bunch of eagles getting all yeah. stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you, you live there in Sierra Madre? Yeah, we're, we're only about six or seven months deep into living back in California. Before, we, we'd spent the last like 12, 13 years in Bloomington, Indiana. Oh, all right. So you're back. You're back in the West. I'm back in the West. How's we'll see for how long. <laughs> yeah. It feels hot. It feels hot. I forgot how hot the summers can get. Yeah. Right. And did you just go on tour and come back early? Uh, we, yeah, we, uh, yeah, we, we, I know it's still, it's, it's fresh wounds, you know? Yeah. But yeah, we, we just did our first run for, uh, the with people record. Yeah. And unfortunately I got, uh, COVID, uh, I tested positive after our New York show. And so I spent the next week or so quarantining in a hotel in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Oh. Mm-hmm. Not as, uh, fun as the Billy Joel song <laughs> <laughs> suggests. Cause I was the only one that tested positive. We were battling with that whole idea. Like, you know, do we wait and see? And we did for a few days and the band just sort of like slowly worked their way towards, you know, the next destination, which I think was going to be like Minnesota. And then, you know, more of them tested positive eventually. And at that point we're like, we just got to cancel the rest of this. It's just going to keep, yeah, there's not enough dates to continue and wait and see. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, How are you feeling now? I'm feeling great now. Um, Yeah, I, I I still have, you know, like a lingering cough, but my cough will last for like a month and a half after any sickness. Mine too. Exact, I don't know why that thing. is. It's yeah. crazy. But, I, I mean, I'm feeling great. I'm uh, back at my day job, and uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm glad you're feeling better. I, I hope you resume. I'd love to see the With People record performed. I um, love playing it live. I was having such do. a good time. Yeah. You'll get where where are you based? I live in Seattle. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, you were gonna come here, I'm assuming. Uh, we that was the first show. Oh, it on was. Tour. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. on tour. That's how. Ah. Did you guys have a successful no sick run? We have, and then last late last year we had a mostly successful run opening for Kings of Leon, but we did go home a few times. I mean, you know, it's a massive production. Yeah. With that band, but um. We did most of it. It was strange, though. We would, a few times, we just went home. Our tour manager would walk out and go like, uh, "No show for the next three shows." Wow! All right, go home. 
That's strange. I guess that's nice. Yeah. But yeah, we survived most of the touring. That's good. I think I got COVID classic. (laughs) It's weird. Uh, I think I got it on the very last show of, we did a run with new pornographers and Mm -hmm. that was in 2019. That was like right when the first cases were starting to hit. Really? And I got violently ill and it like came all of a sudden on the very last show. So I, mean, I didn't even get to say goodbye to all of them. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> CC. Um, well, again, with people, is a, it's quite the odyssey. At least it is for me. <laughs> I've done a lot of listening in the last uh, week or so. And it is a departure. You've Correct me if I'm wrong, but you, it's, you've replaced a heavier sense thing with a folky classic rock almost. Was that? Yeah, you know, I always in it's... You? Well, it's a departure from the last record, for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. But but I think it feels more like, I don't know, a little bit more like maybe the first record had a little bit more folk mm-hmm. elements to it. Um, but definitely, I mean, before Diane Coffey, when I was, you know, coming up as a, like, singer-songwriter uh, in, like, high school and stuff like that, that, that seems to be more of what I naturally was writing and gravitating mm-hmm. towards. And okay. I think it's just... You know, me early in my life learning how to play guitar on like an acoustic only. Yeah. So naturally, you're going to do more folky stuff. Plus, yeah. I was like listening to a lot of, I don't know, like Crosby, Stills and Nash and stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think it's it's a departure from the last record, from the Internet Arms record. Yeah. But, you know, it it's uh, more like returning home. Right. Yeah. Um, and by the way, Internet Arms is... I remember when I first heard that title. That is an incredible record title. <laughs> Not that with people isn't, but I just it was it struck me. I remember. Um, but uh, so speaking of returning to home, of course, with people is uh, you are reaching into the past, mm-hmm. um, and you you cover pretty specific things, uh, bullying and um, a, a, a love that comes and goes i'd say and uh maybe death i really would like to know about david because that probably is my favorite song on the record i fucking love that song sure um but what's special to me about it is that there's not much fog in your memories of these things and um it's conveyed so clearly are your memories that clear and and are these your memories yeah, I'm, this record is by far my most autobiographic record. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think because this record was written during the lockdowns, during COVID, I had a lot of time to just reflect on myself and my past and all the people that made me who I am today, um, all these important moments in my life that shaped me. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you were talking about song for david and that you know of of all the songs that one is of someone who is based in bloomington indiana Mm. it's kind of funny like that is probably like the last person or memory at that moment that had like the final chapter of of my life at up until that point okay uh and that was just about and you know this incredible artist from bloomington uh who you know, just unfortunately started to kind of lose himself, retreat into his own mind. And it was a, I mean, it was a 
it was a crying shame. I mean, because he was truly brilliant. I, I mean, yeah. is truly brilliant still as an yeah. artist. Um, but yeah, so that and, and you know, Bloomington is a small town, so um, everyone kind of knows everyone there. And sure. when you start to lose one person, the whole community starts to feel it. You know. Yeah, and um, I would like to play David now. How's that sound? I yeah, let's hear it. All right. Calling your name But nothing happens Where did you go? My David Where did you go? My David Where did you go? He stood like a mountain All the day long Riding his wind around Where did you go? Oh David, where did you go? My David, where did you go?
That's a beautiful song. Thanks, man. And it it's it sounds. I want to talk about uh, the process of making this record, but that song in particular does that have a different production overall? You know what's I- super interesting about that is during our session with uh, Rado, mm-hmm. uh, it was pretty much just in the studio. It was me and Joey Leffitz, who was playing drums and uh, bass. He's like old middle school friend of mine. We've been playing music forever. Uh, he actually played drums on the uh, Everybody's a Good Dog record as well. Oh, okay. Um, it was me and him and Rado and his engineer, uh, Rias Reed. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of like our little pod, you know. And that day that we were going to record that song, Rado got a COVID scare. So he left the studio that day, and it was just me and Rias and Joey. Okay. So Rias was kind of like just running the show solo. Yeah. Um, so maybe that had a little bit to do with yeah. it. Um, but also that song is the only song that had the melody and the, you know, the format, the, the song, you know, sans lyrics yeah. were all actually written like 13 years ago, like oh. 13 or 14 oh, okay. years ago. I mean, it's a very old melody that I've just been sitting on forever. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that has a little bit to do with it. But it's also funny you mentioned production because that one was the only yeah. one that Rado didn't touch. Right. Sorry, Rado. Until the well, until the next <laughs> I'm day. Just he... <laughs> I can tell there's some Rado in there. Oh, of course. In the end, there's Rado all over this record. I yeah. love it. Well, yeah. Tell me, have you worked with Rado a lot? No, this is actually our first time uh, recording together. I mean, we did like you know little stuff in in yeah. high school and and just demoing in his bedroom on sure. some stuff, but um, never well, like interrupt... actually him. Yeah. Let me interrupt you a little bit. The background is that you were in a band together, and it sounds like you've known each other since you were in high school. Yes, we uh, we 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 both went. We're all like middle school, high school friends. Uh, they were Sam and Rado were doing Foxygen okay. since you know middle school, cutting like ten, fifteen records a year. <laughs> like, um, and yeah, we always used to play together. I ended up playing drums for them when they had their like breakout hit, and I was on the road with them for gosh, like seven years as they're like touring drummer, something like that. Um, Yeah. And so, you know, we had been working together a lot, but never in a production sense, like coming in and and working on a dying coffee record. So it was really fun and long overdue to get us both in the studio. That's great. And you mentioned earlier that you did have a little pod. Did you write demo, you know, the typical way you wrote demos and then you'd, you just got into the studio together and finished up the record in kind of one fell swoop. Yeah, so so I I tried to leave the demos more sparse than I normally do. Like with Internet Arms, with Everybody's a Good Dog, those records were, I mean, those demos were they sounded almost exactly the way the song turned out, just yeah. maybe a little more lo-fi. Um, but with this one, you know, I left a lot more to be flushed out in the studio. Uh, Bear in mind, we only had, I think it was uh, like 11 days, 10 or 11 days. And there's like 10 songs on the record. So we were like a song a day and the way his workflow, uh, I mean, I love Rado's workflow. This is one of the reasons I wanted to work with him on this record. It's just so fast. He's like, we wake up, have some coffee, 
you know, and talk about like, this is the song. Here's the demo. Uh, let's, let's go in and, and plug in. <laughs> let's build up the drum set, put some mics on it. We're just going to kind of like roll the dice. I think this song, I think this mic might be kind of cool. We're going to plug it into this compressor and let's go. And it's like one take on everything. Oh, and man, if it's like a fun. weird, like the Hollywood uh, track, yeah, the drums sound totally bizarre like yeah. super weird and far away and like we're like this sounds weird is it gonna work i don't know we don't have time to change it let's keep going <laughs> so it was kind of uh, like that with everything and it was yeah. really fun and it felt more like when you're cut you know doing demos and you're maybe just even at like a practice and it's like wow that was crazy like and you have that energy about it instead yeah. of like it needs to be this way because this is how the day i went in with the least amount of demo itis i've ever had that like, is yeah, you. Uh, I was just about to say you have the vaccine for demoitis. That's it. Well, just work with Rado. Your demoitis will go out there because you're not going to get what you put down in the demo. Wow, that's uh, great. But, yeah, it was really cool, and it was nice just being because both Rado and Joey, our drummer, were just yeah. high, you know high school friends. So sure. it was really easy to just be in there with them. And, and we already had sort of a shorthand in a way, cause we'd all been like hanging out yeah. and playing together forever. That's nice. Yeah. And there, there's some elaborate, you know, I don't know if there's elaborate time signatures. I think there are some pretty tricky things and changes and stuff. And there's big songs like, uh, our love, the run. That's a mm-hmm. quite, quite the odyssey, you know, <laughs> but it, it's, you know, with the three of you is it's so cohesive sounding. It's really I, I don't think 10 people could have done that. I think three people could have done that, you know. As oh, you totally. Said, your shorthand probably helped you all through the whole thing. Yeah, I think, you know, just the time crunch also. I yeah. think we all work really well under pressure. Yeah, and uh, did you play any drums on the record? Uh, no, I, no, percussion, but not, not any drums. I really love the way Joey plays, and yeah. I I just wanted to have him all over this record. Yeah. I love the way he plays too. It's it's great. There's some stuff. I was actually listening with headphones on at my drum kit going like, I love that. This is cool. I I this. you know, I like since I moved out to LA, I have not had a place to set up drums and oh, yeah. I'm feeling like a little antsy because I really want to like it's yeah. been it's been too long since I've like hopped on a kit. Yeah. Like now I'm still I'm already writing stuff for the next record mm-hmm. and I've got a little SP spds pad set up and like i you know kind of got all the drum triggers kind of set up and uh, a uh a little yamaha keyboard uh sustain pedal is my kick drum oh yeah so i've been like recording demos like that That, right now see that oh it's it's brutal uh it's i mean it's fine (laughs) it's like because it's all only triggering like the uh logic drum sounds and stuff yeah bluebird or whatever it is the first (laughs) one I look forward to that record too. That'll be fun. Maybe it'll mm-hmm. be, uh, maybe you'll play drums on it. Maybe it's been a while. I think I haven't played. No, uh, everybody's a good dog was the last record I played drums okay. on. Yeah. And it seems like you, uh, play every instrument, right? I, I you I got mean, it these days, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, what's your training? I mean, no formal training yeah. uh, in any sense. I mean, vocally, I think, the only formal training I had there was high school choir, you know? Uh, But, you know, my dad played drums, so we had a kit in the house a lot. And I think he taught me my first basic beat. He taught me to 
you know, put my right hand over my left hand. Yeah. And uh, from there, I, I just, you know, I actually learned how to play drums on the road with Foxygen. They knew I could play like a basic beat. So in high school and uh, on the first run, they just needed like a drummer yeah. before it became like really serious. They're like, hey, you want to play a show? I'm like, yeah, you can play a basic beat. I can. Cool. Let's <laughs> learn this song. And yeah. I think all the, I mean, you're talking about crazy changes on this yeah. record, like Foxygen, it's just, you know, 10 songs just shoved into one. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good way. To yeah. I, I had to, I had to figure things out pretty quickly to yeah. handle those, those tunes. Yeah. Um, well, I want to talk a little bit about just at least, um, something that really sticks out lyrically for me is that on this record, again, it's pretty specific stuff. Um, but you have a way of putting something that that might be pretty painful and you deliver it in such a sweet way you know it's either the music that's kind of sweet sounding but also your lyrical delivery or your vocal delivery and the best example i can think of is um on bullied i think the line is feel the floor i've been there before <laughs> and the way it's sung it's so beautiful, but man, if you really listen to the, what those words are, it's like that is a painful scenario, you know. <laughs> I think I think it's a an mo of mine to like mask terrible traumatic uh, memories with very sweet, uh, uplifting uh, melodies. Yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, maybe there's there's a part of me that um, I know this feels kind of weird, but it, n no matter how I sort of like, when I look back on my life, there, there is, um, and nostalgia is not a right word because I don't feel nostalgic for some of these painful memories, but you know, it, like just thinking about my life and, and, and those traumatic memories did help shape who I am. And mm -hmm. I really do like who I am. So in a way, um, God, yeah, it sounds, it, it's super brutal, but like there's yeah. a fondness that I still sure. uh, you look at these memories with. But, you know, also it could just be that I, uh, as coping me mechanism, maybe, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I can't have it be that sad, that brutal. Like that's, that's also yeah. just going to be hard for sure. me. It's already hard to sing these songs every night, uh, especially right. like reliving trauma every single night. So at yeah. least if I'm going to do that, I'm going to do it with a really uplifting beat <laughs> behind it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and I guess what I want to say also is that it doesn't come across as as cleverness, which is fine for you know lyric writing, I think, or or songwriting. It, it comes off like you're really in touch with what you're saying, you know. Yeah. Well, I you know again, I had I think a lot of time to you know, this this record felt like therapy for me in a lot of ways. I, I think with a lot of records, you know, you, like internet arms, there's some stuff that is, uh, you know, coming from, you know, a, a lot of that was make believe computers coming to life and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but, you know, uh, and, and, and all the records previous, you know, I'm talking about, you know, love and heartbreak, which, you know, are, are real things, but they're universal. And I can kind of hide behind that stuff and not really talk or, or work out deeply. Like some, some things that, I had to face and work out on this record. If I'm going to talk about myself, like I really needed to, you know, work through some of this stuff that maybe I hadn't talked about before. Um, yeah. Um, 
and with your with your videos, which are also great. Um, <laughs> God, how uh, forecast? I probably watched forecast about ten times. I I, re- I really love that video. It's so fun. Uh, your acting is <laughs> it's so good. I I really it's really flawless as far as video i don't <laughs> like you. music videos typically um again sure. not well, sa- i guess same <laughs> yeah not that i'm the uh judge of it but uh it's just so fun and your two other videos i think uh you have the great escape video which is uh also really fun and of course you got those two dogs in there i know well you know what's kind of funny about the great escape video is we knew we wanted it to be a traveling video and so it was just you know, it was all done on an iPhone, <laughs> two yeah. iPhones. And uh, it was great because, yeah, it has to be a traveling video. But uh, to get those traveling shots, we just we have to go on vacation. You know, yeah, we have right. to take a road we trip. Have we have to. We have to bring the boys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, it turned out to be sort of like a uh, like a paid vacation. Right. Uh, thank you, Polyvinyl. <laughs> yes. Um, and how much of a of a hand or interest do you have in your videos i mean you know like we we're just saying like i i don't necessarily care too much about music videos i know they're uh, a great way to get people to discover your music if yeah. it's on youtube uh and a great way to pass stuff around but you know i i i kind of leave a lot of the art direction and stuff up to my partner uh melinda who has been doing like the music video concepts and and you know art direction uh on yeah. not just music video stuff but you know uh, cover or record covers or uh stage production or co- costumes yeah. uh they 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 really kind of cover the full gamut um but you know i i uh we'll talk a lot and we'll kind of just like make something happen i think a lot of it has to do with the budgets that we do have sure you know, yeah. like how we've got five hundred dollars. How are we going to make that stretch? Yeah. And yeah. some of the stuff, especially the stuff for like Internet Arms and Everybody's a Good Dog, those videos are outrageous. And doing that for the budget that we had, I still don't know how how they did it. You know? <laughs> yeah, there's a video. In fact, I came across the video of the person rolling around in the mud and sitting at a cafe. That's that's that- Melinda. That it? Oh, really? Yeah, that's Melinda. <laughs> that is a crazy video, right? I, I it mean, did I not get it. as much a love as I thought it was going to be. That's oh actually uh, one of their projects from college, oh. and they used that footage. Uh, allowed me to use that footage yeah. in in the video, so splicing that whole thing in. Yeah, uh, dark. <laughs> it, it dark. It just it, yeah, incredible. Um, well, as we spoke uh, about earlier, your your tour ended prematurely. Are there mm. you have plans to get back on on the horse? Is it is that going to be possible this year? You know, it's it's funny you brought that up because after this interview, I am going to hop on the phone with my touring agent, and yeah. uh, we're going to have that conversation. So we'll Great. see. Yeah. You know, everything. the The problem is right now. Every there's such a backlog of people who've been trying to go out so i'm nervous because i don't know what it took like since since the record was done and delivered it took like what uh, like a year and a half to not only get the press but to like get dates locked in so we'll see if i can like sneak in some stuff here and there or maybe even get on a uh a support run sure we'll see 
but yeah. more of that to come, I guess. Yeah, well, I hope I hope you do, and I hope I get to see you somewhere. Hopefully, you get going again, and I'll I'll be where you are since I miss Seattle. Uh, well, I mean, you know, it's Seattle. I'm sure we're gonna be back soon enough. Or I'll come down to L.A. and see you if that happens. Yeah. You have anything booked in L.A. right now? I do have something that is not uh, – waiting waiting to hear if I can – I'll announce it now because I think it's going to be announced at any point. Okay. But I'm doing like a little solo show opening for Jackie Cohen because uh, mm-hmm. their album has just been announced. And uh, we're just doing like a little, like a little easy – solo thing i've never really done a solo show so i'm not exactly sure what that's going to look oh. like yeah, yeah what's your what's your plan for that or have you thought about it are you just gonna i don't know i mean just going to are you gonna yeah like, I, who's the guitar i i may i may also try and get joey the drummer mm-hmm. to come down and do little brush and brush and snare stuff yeah uh you know i don't know i i is it could be it could be weird saying it could be old school al cam and do like a little uh little sampling yeah um it could just be acoustic guitar cool uh, we'll see either way it'll be great and hopefully i'm there i hope you're there too <laughs> <laughs> um okay well thanks for your time i really appreciate it and i'm uh sorry you had to quit your tour early oh, uh, but fine. i'm glad Thank you're at you. least feeling better and i hope the rest of the band is feeling better yeah, i really really appreciate it no yes yeah. we, everyone's feeling good now <laughs> good good All right, well, uh, take care of yourself, and I hope to see you down the road somewheres. Yeah, thank you. All right, take it easy. Bye. Bye. I tremble.